0: Last time on Exiled, Wendigo was stuck in a cave in Wakanda and discovered a mysterious entity that he decided to try and help, while Dr. Nemesis launched an attack with Dr. Slay on a convoy, and then meanwhile on Goldthab Omega in outer space, Jean Grey and Warlock met with Superior, the leader of the Graces, who invited them to train. Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled.
1: James, I play a Wendigo. The indefinite article is important because should Luke ever kill my character, I will either A, quit the show in a huff, or two, just come back as a new Wendigo because there can be many and have been many, in fact, even on this very podcast. The the Wendigo I'm currently playing is Francois Frank Lartigue, a Métis fur trapper and hunter who was forced to succumb to cannibalism in the Canadian wild and was cursed to become the Wendigo, a large, white, furry dad who sometimes eats people. And you can find me on GiantBomb.com, user Leisk.
2: I'm Jen. I play Amora the Enchantress. She's an Asgardian goddess and sorceress and the head of the exiled organization. Um, And I play Warlock, who is a good techno-organic space boy who uh, is both a robot and an alien.
3: I'm Kaylee. I play the teenage, time-traveling Jean Grey of the X-Men.
4: Oh, and I'm Devin, and I play Dr. Nemesis. Uh, He is a former Nazi hunter turned scientist for the X-Men.
0: And I'm Luke, your game master. Nemesis, because you are less familiar with these woods, Dr. Slay has sort of lost you as she was running and you were walking trying to look badass.
4: I didn't say I was trying to look badass.
0: You were trying to look, how would you describe it?
4: I was just casually walking back.
0: Okay, roll me an intuition check.
4: My intuition is remarkable. And I rolled a 90, so it's in the yellow, Luke.
0: Okay, so you are able to hear what seems to be motorcycles that are coming towards you. That were coming down from the road where you had assaulted the uh, armored Humvee. Why
4: am I just walking down the road?
0: You're, you're not walking down the road, but they were coming down the road.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, now I'm going to run. Because, oh, shit, it's the cops.
0: There is some, uh, like, shouting. And are you dressed in like your normal Dr. Nemesis costume?
4: Damn straight I am.
0: Okay. So, Romy, are you going to try and duck and hide, or are you just trying to run as fast as you can?
4: There can be some ducking and hiding.
0: Okay, Romy, a agility check. This is going to be at a minus two column shift because it's through terrain that you are not super familiar with.
4: What's that to do with You just run in a direction away from the noises.
0: Yeah, but there's also. Vines and shit on the ground. Actually,
4: you know what? Fuck that. Are there trees around? I want to climb a tree.
0: Okay, <laughs> let's climb trees. <laughs> that will just be a straight up agility. Uh, that will be a strength check. Strength check, dope. Rolled an
4: eighteen. We are going to use karma to reroll. Sixty-five cleared that.
0: Okay, yeah, that is in the top green so you have a bit of difficulty getting up there but you're able to eventually get up the tree and you notice the guards or the uh, people who had ridden in on the motorcycles seem to be tracking you down based on where you walked in the woods
4: how far away are they
0: uh they are like within a hundred feet they're getting pretty close
4: where are their motorcycles
0: they're back on the road how far away is that um maybe like distances uh what do you want to do? Or why are, why are you asking? Are we going to make be a jump way.
4: down and try to steal some motorcycles and speed away? Maybe.
0: Okay. No. Uh You'd need to jump down and run over there. And it would be about like two minutes of running to get Ugh. there. And there is maybe six people who have shown up on motorcycles six? here. Six? Damn. Mm-hmm.
4: Let's see, what do we want to do here? Let's use some knockout guns, Luke. Oh, the sleep. Okay. I want to use the sleep inducer. Tell me more about that, Luke, my centurion gauntlets.
0: Uh, so it is a different setting on your centurion gauntlets. If you can hit them, uh, they get to roll and you roll to see if you can induce sleep in them and make them fall asleep.
4: Yeah, I want to do that.
0: Okay, so roll me a agility check to shoot one of the dudes.
4: Eighty-two. So remarkable. Deep in that yellow.
0: And then roll again to see at uh, excellent to try and make him sleep.
4: 73. Yep, we got that yellow again.
0: Okay. Yeah, one of the guys is knocked out. He just, like falls asleep on the ground or right then and there one of the other guards notices and is like what did did you become narcoleptic and he tries to shake his friend who is fast asleep they have not noticed you yet
4: oh we're gonna do it again okay 93
0: oh that's going to hit so roll to uh, 99 roll for that intensity. Uh so are you going for his friend this time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he falls asleep on top of his friend. So the way that it is set up, you can make a break for the uh, motorcycles now if you wanted to.
4: Yes, I want to do that.
0: Okay, give me an agility check to get yourself out of that tree and to start running. 81. Yep, you're out of that tree safely, and another one for running. 82. You're doing good on those rolls.
4: Bam, look at these kick-ass rolls. After all those really shitty ones.
0: All those shitty ones where you used, like, a quarter of your karma pool. That's fine. So you are over at the motorcycles, and no one has noticed you yet. So Yeah, we're going
4: to speed away. Oh, wait. uh, Wait, wait, wait. No one's noticed them by the motorcycles yet. Yeah, we're gonna slash some tires.
0: How are you slashing them?
4: I mean, I'm a doctor. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that I have a scalpel or something.
0: I'll let you spend ten karma to have a scalpel. Yes.
4: Yeah. So we're gonna scalpel that.
0: Okay. Roll me a uh, fighting check. Ooh, sixteen. We didn't do so hot there nope uh these are like tires that are made for traveling through the jungle where there's going to be all sorts of terrain here right so it does not get in here
4: okay well he knows a lot about technology and such we're going to cut those brake lines fuck around with those
0: uh roll me a reason check
4: Uh, 58 remarkable there yep yellow
0: okay yeah you're able to like figure out that chances are if you cut all of these wires that look important it will stop the motorcycles from running and so you've deactivated all of them except for one
4: yes and now we're gonna have a kick-ass motorcycle escape
0: okay so one final roll to get that uh one hot wired because you do not have the key
4: What are we rolling? Reason? Yep. 90. Red.
0: Yeah, you easily hotwire it. And are you going... Where are you taking your motorcycle? Are you going where they came from or where they were heading to? Or into the forest?
4: I want to go back to camp.
0: So that's going to be going and taking it through the forest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so you start driving it in through the forest. Are you going to try and avoid like where, you know, the guards were or like, what is your.
4: We're going to do a nice little like, yeah, circuitous route to get around them.
0: Sounds like a plan. Uh, roll me a intuition check. Uh,
4: 12.
0: Okay. Yeah, you are able to uh, eventually like get yourself back to it's like, oh, I recognize that tree that had this very specific type of flower that none of the other trees had for whatever reason. I know how to get back to camp from here. Yeah. And like as you get back, Dr. Slay looks at you in horror as you're like riding in on this motorcycle and she says, what the hell have you done? You've led them to the camp.
4: I got this bitchin' motorcycle. Oh yeah.
0: And it has tracking devices on it. So you are being led by Superior through the halls of the Temple of Gamora, as you found out that it's been called. It was one of the things that superior went and actually built for the most part by herself as a labor of affection for Gamora and like that dedication and giving of self was like one of the things that was like, Hey, this woman is good enough to be our leader. And so she has offered to get training for both of you. And so with Jean, she has brought you into a room that is lower down in the dungeons. It's this large cavernous building where a woman who is completely bald is sitting dressed in these white robes, hovering off of the ground. And uh, she has her eyes closed, but as she hears you come in, she says. Enter if you seek training from me. Jean.
2: That was aggressive.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I enter. I figure she must be able to read my intentions anyway.
2: I enter as well because I am uh, driving Jean. There.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Sweet badass entrance. Papa Wheelie.
0: My name is Heather Douglas. I am a psychic as well, but I shall teach you the art of fighting.
3: Well, thank you, Heather.
0: And uh, with that, Superior turns over to the bike warlock and is like, and, dear, if you'd like to come with me, I can bring you to your I, training.
2: I turn back into a person shape.
0: And uh, she leads you into a room that's uh, actually like higher up in the building. Like, it's a good maybe five or six minutes walking up there. How does Warlock. Oh, you said he got back into human shape, so I'm assuming you're just walking.
2: Mm hmm. I'm a Gamora statue again
0: you're like a golem walking around yeah and she uh leads you in to a room where a another woman with green skin and two long antennas is sitting and meditating sorry
2: i considered playing mantis for this game
0: (laughs) and uh she opens up her eyes hello there who have you brought uh with you today superior and superior nudges you well go on and introduce yourself i'm i've got some other duties to attend to Uh,
2: hello i am warlock
0: well it is very nice to meet you warlock my name is well you can call me mantis
2: hello Mantis.
0: how are you today
2: uh self is well
0: i'm i'm glad to hear that so what what brings you to me uh,
2: self is supposed to train to fight um, self doesn't want to hurt people
0: that's understandable causing pain often causes it to reflect back onto ourselves and to cause anyone pain on purposes often unforgivable
2: Well like Warlock is doing the Warlock equivalent of like sort of looking at his feet and doing that kid thing of like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, Warlock, my friend, would you like to come over? I can have you uh sit down and we can get started. Okay. And so you guys have your first sort of uh, like training sessions. So Moondragon. Uh, is very uh, forceful. She's like, so you want to train with a mace? And she like tosses a mace and then tells you to attack her. And how do how do how did you respond to that, Jean?
3: OK, so she threw the mace at me to you oh okay (laughs) that's much different um I pick the mace up and as a telepath and telecanic I'm not uh usually the most physical of fighters so I just try a straightforward melee attack with the mace in my hand
0: so like she sees you coming for her and like seconds or well, like what seems like 10 seconds before she's already stopped out of the way that you were coming at her and she looks at you again and says when you can touch me with that then you'll be done with training for the day and so like as you continue to presumably come at her in the same way do you like end up looking to change your strategies at all?
3: Um, yeah, like I try to distract her with a uh, telepathic uh, double of myself.
0: hmm. Yeah. She's able to see through what you are like trying to distract her with. Curses. And like, after you've done that and you've missed you notice that there's, like, four of her in the room as well.
3: Are they telepathic projections?
0: Roll me a telepathy check to see if you can figure that out.
3: Oh, no. Yep, I am right in the early yellow.
0: Uh, yeah, you're able to get it down to, like, one of two is the actual one. And then when you go to strike, you ended up hitting the illusion again which really sucks because it was like moving away and avoiding your blasts or avoiding your uh, hits
3: dang nabbit hmm. Hmm, what to do um, do I try to use uh, my telekinesis to throw it at her super fast
0: uh, yeah, you can uh roll to try and do it that way,
3: yeah, so the same early like top of the yellows
0: uh, you try and like throw it at her and it comes close, but then she picks it up and she sends it back into you, hitting you in the stomach, so it knocks the air out of you, and you land on your butt,
2: not again.
0: And now you do have a variety of items with you that you could also use in this situation.
3: Okay. That is true. Mm-hmm. Could I use the madness band on her?
0: Uh, yeah. What do you want to try and do?
3: Uh, hit her with amnesia for a bit to sort of stun her and then take advantage of her capacitated mental state to whack her.
0: Yeah, that should work. Uh roll for it.
3: Okay, so is that a 40? Oh, a 99. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Uh yeah, you are uh in control of her right now.
3: Okay, so with my mace, I just go over lightly to her and just give her a light tap on the face.
0: She is going to get a quick rebuttal check, and before you do that, you notice that your body gets in the way. So while you went to control her, she went to control you.
3: Ain't that always the way
0: yep and that causes you to break your concentration she uh, smiles as uh you release and says that's getting better that's thinking outside the box and we switch over to warlock and mantis hello hello so warlock what What would you say is your greatest power?
2: Self can change shapes.
0: Well, uh, that is a power. So. Or or is this more metaphorical? It's what you find. My, My goal here is going to be helping you to find the answers, but not necessarily giving them to you. Does that make sense? Mm. So if you can change shapes and I were to try and attack you, how might you avoid a punch?
2: Uh, move out of the... Well, I, I, I would not be there.
0: And where would you be instead?
2: I just do like a, a, a like little scoop out of my side as a... <laughs> Example, like a like a, a part of my torso sort of just like shifts to the left a little bit.
0: Yeah. She uh, smiles and nods, but then what if they came at you from the next side?
2: I I pancake to the right.
0: And the side after that.
2: Uh, I it, I become a slinky basically. <laughs>
0: she she laughs and smiles what if you can't avoid anymore but what if instead of attacking you were able to stop the punches in another way and she says i'm moving my fist how do you stop me from moving it again without it hitting you
3: Ah. Uh.
2: Crap you?
0: If you can move to avoid the fist by pulling yourself, can you grab the fist and stop it?
2: I mean, it's basically... That's basically just getting hit, though.
0: Not... No. Basically binding the arm to stop it from punching?
2: Oh, so like... So like... Wrapping around it? Like yeah oh okay yeah
0: but now if you can start learning that skill then you need to start also learning how to read how the people are going to move towards you
2: how do i do that
0: you need to learn how to recognize patterns and be able to react to things more quickly Mm. And she quickly moves to punch you and takes you a bit by surprise as she connects. But like she doesn't hit you with force. She just like taps you.
2: I throw a body armor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it like happens a second or two after. We need to help you with your reflexes. Mm. So that way, you can shape shift more and think faster in response.
2: Mm. How Upgrade does that sound? processing capacity.
0: Mm-hmm. But for now, I want you to sit with me here, listen to the world around you, and listen to the way that life flows in here. And we then uh, cut back over to Jean and Moondragon. Mm. So you still haven't uh, been able to land a punch on Moondragon. Do you have any new solutions to try?
3: Well, she mentioned thinking outside the box. So I'm mm-hmm. going to dip into a little bag of toys here again. hmm. Uh, Can I use a PIM Particle disc to make the mace super huge?
0: Yes, you can.
3: And just make it really hard to dodge, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, Roll me a telepathy check with that.
3: Just going to keep throwing this shit. Ooh, a 77. So that's pretty yellow.
0: Yeah. So... You like move the mace towards her and she like moves trying to like do a casual matrix style duck under it like she's limboing. Mm-hmm. And then you follow it up with the PIM disc slapping onto it and it just enlarges and smacks her into the wall.
3: Yes. <laughs> like uh wily e. <laughs> coyote style. It leaves like a perfect outline of moondra body on the wall.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. and she's stunned for a second and then as you peel it away she starts laughing out loud she says that's that is uh thinking outside the box
3: sorry for ruining your cool matrix move there
0: (laughs) when did she see the
3: matrix (laughs) she saw Mootrix. the alternate universe counterpart, Grant. starring John Claude Van Damme,
0: as part of her time travels.
3: That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, she she laughs and uh, congratulates you. You you've uh, found a solution. It's it has taken some of my other students much, much longer, but finding ways to use everything at your uh disposal is vital to this. Thank you, because you don't always need to fight with only the weapon in your hand. you can also use the one in your mind
2: uh-huh.
0: And and I, I don't just mean your telepathy and telekinesis.
3: <laughs> Mind over matter, right?
0: Mm hmm. Well, that is uh, all for training for today. And it's been something like five hours of like trying to figure out how to hit her. And she guides you up to where Mantis is with Warlock. And uh, how has Warlock been dealing with about like, Three hours of meditation.
2: Well, at first he was like really, um, um, like jittery and uh, like couldn't figure out how to sit still. But then he sort of like caught on to what was going on and just put himself in idle. (laughs) Uh I mean, he has to do something while people sleep, so.
0: So does he just have a basic like thing that he runs in his mind or is it like running through the archives of card text that he has?
2: He's defragmenting.
0: That works. And uh, so Gene and Moondragon meet up with the uh, two of you in the room and they bring you down for dinner in the uh, Great Hall. And that's that's where we're going to end for now. With a good day of training,
2: and then we run up the art museum steps and shout,
0: "Philadelphia!"
2: Philadelphia, just like
0: <laughs> I'm walking here,
3: just like in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of movie references this uh, episode.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. At least on this side, we haven't... I haven't recorded the other part, so it could be... No, Luke, we're specifically not doing movie references.
2: It probably will be, though.
0: (laughs) And we'll switch over to Wendigo in the Cave. I'm
1: not in a cave.
0: So, James... Yeah, you're in... The cave's in your mind, James. A, uh, savannah. Yeah.
4: hmm
0: It's an allegory of a cave. Ah, crap. Yeah, I think it has something to do with shadow puppets. I don't...
1: What?
4: Take your play-no-shit out of here, Luke.
0: <laughs> I don't... What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, you are in a savannah and there is a massive black panther on a rock that is staring at you.
1: Uh, Hi, my name's Frank. I don't know if you're one of those magic panthers that can talk like Bagheera or, or what. I was just in a cave. This seems pretty weird. Hi. Hello.
0: It's me, the Panther. I'm
1: I'm going to be honest, that's not what I expected, but cool. Let's roll with it. Anyways, I was just in a cave with a dude, uh, a big glowing pink dude who looked kind of like Ben Grimm who was talking about anger and power and I think you, and not remembering who he was, or who they were. I never actually got their pronouns, so I shouldn't assume a gender.
0: Well, that's awfully kind of you. That was the failed leader.
1: Leader of what? Of Wakanda.
0: He was the brother of a well, the last good king that we had, T'Challa, that was Jakara. His lust for power was so intense that it drove him to ruin.
1: Hmm, well, I mean, that kind of sucks for him. Uh, though I gotta say, I, I I think things have maybe gone too far in the punishment direction. He doesn't, all he remembers is pain and anger and regret. Like he's just in a cave and can't leave. I, I told him I, I told him I try and help him if I could. I, I, I guess he's done some bad things, but I don't think people deserve an eternity of torture.
0: Maybe if he was alive, but he's a ghost now. I mean,
1: can I help? Rem- can I help him move on to the next plane or anything?
0: Because you seek to give him forgiveness.
1: Yeah, you kind of stopped partway through the sentence there.
0: Because you seek to give him forgiveness. I, I, Do you think he deserves it?
1: He didn't wrong me. It's not my forgiveness to give. I just told him I'd help him if I could. And I, I didn't know him when he was this version of himself. All I know is who he is now, and I just I don't believe if 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 he can be helped to a better state, that's the kind of thing I believe in doing. I believe in like three things: indigenous nationalism, eating people, and helping restless spirits uh move on to a better phase it's It's those three things canonically
0: what about? drilling for oil in the tar sands. I mean,
1: I don't believe in that. I just take money to say I believe in it.
0: And what would it be like? What would it cost for you to have your belief changed on rescuing him?
1: I mean, I don't know. I I don't have the power in this situation. You you I think you get you're the one who gets to decide what happens to him. If you're gonna put conditions on this, I can see what I can do to help meet them. But you're kind of you're kind of the boss here, Tchacho.
0: Hmm. It seems to be thinking.
1: Did you expect me to say I'd wrestle them for it?
0: No. So yeah. I mean, that would be pretty badass. Oh,
1: listen no. to the character voice, Luke. <laughs>
0: How about this, Mr. Frank? Frank, I will forgive him his sins that have him bound to the earth, but you must escort him here. This is the afterlife for his family.
1: Okay, that's a little vague. Uh, Do I have to die to do this? I don't even know how I got here. Am I dead right now? Can I just hold his hand and walk him here down the hallway?
0: You've entered into the Necropolis, a place that exists both on the physical and spiritual planes. He has been unable to get here because... Of his sins during his life, but if you are willing to guide us in forgiving him and then to guide him here, he can pass on.
1: I mean, that's two things now, not just one. Hmm. I mean, what are. What are your. What's your argument against forgiving him?
0: We have no reason to forgive him.
1: I think. You know, and this. This might sound weird coming from someone who believes in kill in eating people after he rips them in half, like phone books, a thing I've done. That's not a threat. I I, not a threat. I'm just saying and bragging actually about that's a thing I can do. Uh, But you know, uh, I think it's about compassion. And it's, it's not easy to have compassion for people who have done things you disagree with, but, sometimes finding that compassion can help healing in both ways in both directions
0: he sought to overthrow his country he sought to usurp his father and his brother
1: uh i mean one of my nation's leaders led two armed insurrections against canada so that's not exactly the argument against me uh, for for me here
0: we expect better from royalty. Nobility should be expected.
1: I, I mean, Haas, uh, I got to tell you, I'm not really a believer in the innate goodness of monarchy and nobility. I'm, I actually believe in, you know, non-monarchist re- Republican governments. Small R Republican, Kind of make that clear enough. I've been in America enough to know that's a thing.
0: And so that is why we are giving you the opportunity to guide him. If you see goodness within him, or at least that he should be forgiven, we shall allow you to do that. We sense something in you that might see a difference of his fate. Okay, and you see the savannah vanish around you for the time being, but there are two large panther statues, and beyond that is what seems to be a massive ziggurat or pyramid that has been built.
1: No, it was a ziggurat inside
0: this mountain. I read
1: the comic; it was a ziggurat. Okay,
0: and you see. Uh, Jakara just wandering next to you. Who? The uh, pink man.
1: Okay, I never got his name. Uh...
0: Hey, I'm back. Where have you gone? I talked to the
1: panther spirit. Uh... Okay, I want a question. A character. Uh, do I know his name? Mm-hmm. If you said it to me in there, can yeah. I assume that I can deal with it?
0: Yeah, it was mentioned in the conversation.
1: Okay. okay. Uh, so he told me a bit about you. Uh, he told me your name was Jakara. You were the brother of T'Challa, who and you tried who was the king of Wakanda, and you tried to overthrow him in your lust for power. Jakar, uh, the the Panther Spirit's words, not mine. But it seemed to kind of go with what you were telling me before.
0: I remember part of this.
1: He also said that your state now, which, who, 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 boy, this might be a surprise. Who, who, you're a ghost. You're you're not presently living.
0: It is. I, I I I recall my death
1: now. Uh, he said your your current state is a punishment for your actions in life. Uh, however, he said if I can lead you to him in, and I sort of just gesture, I think, there, uh, you, you can be forgiven and move on.
0: Then,
2: I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) Then I I appreciate that. that.
1: Now, you have a habit of kind of, like, going incorporeal on me, so I'm going to ask you to hold my hand, and we can try walking through together.
0: He extends his hand, which is even larger than yours.
1: Oh, damn, that's pretty big. Yeah. I guess we start trying to walk into the necropolis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As you do, you notice torches that are like lighting as you walk past them. And at the top of the ziggurat, a uh, path has been illuminated up. And as you reach the base of it. He says, this is where I must go. go. Thank Thank you. you.
1: No worries, Uh, it seemed kind of messed up what was happening, and as someone who's eaten a lot of people, and loves it, and has maybe done some things that people would call, quote, not great, uh, I don't want to be defined by those things, and I don't, I think you should have the opportunity to not be defined by those either. It's very Star Wars
0: he turns and looks at you thank Thank you you. and then he begins walking up the uh, steps and as he like passes each row the torches go out and he finally reaches the top takes one last look and then vanishes
1: bye Jakara good luck
0: Freaking trains are the worst. So, at as the uh, last one, goddamn trains.
4: Is <sighs> the issue the train, Luke? Or is the issue you?
0: It's like that old infomercial video that they used to have lots and lots and lots of trains.
4: What? But most importantly, we can get the,
0: the planes one, Luke. hmm You drunk. There used to be... No, there used to be, like on all the kids' networks, this video for lots and lots and lots of trains, where it was literally just a video of just trained footage aimed towards kids who really love trains.
4: Here's the thing. You think that sounds crazy, but when I worked at the public library... Man, those kids fucking loved getting those John Deere tractor videos where all you do is watch John Deere tractors driving around, and it's just like I mm-hmm. don't fucking get it. Is this a kink thing? No. I wish that at least would make a little bit more sense.
1: Yeah. Is it just people who are into for people who are into trains and are relaxed by
4: them? Maybe. No, because it's for because for children. It's not like even like the old man who likes to have his little train set.
0: i found the ad but let's wrap this up so as he turns around and waves goodbye you find yourself back in the crystal room and in the path that you had originally come out of claw is waiting there and you see the sun like shining in something has cleared the rocks away hello i'm back i am glad though I, I think something unfortunate has happened and uh all of a sudden a uh force of armed wakandan guards rush in with weapons pointed at the both of you and that's where we'll end this week so forge pulls out a uh, another question You guys are ready for another question?
2: If we say no, do we get to stop?
0: You don't have to be here, Enchantress. I've said that a few times. I just
2: like hanging out. (laughs) Can I have another martini? Yeah, you're you're
0: management. (laughs) Yeah. Forge goes over and mixes you another martini. Anybody else want something? Forge just looks at everybody staring at him, <laughs> looking at a mix of frustrated and or bored. Okay. Uh here's another question. Can anyone tell me
1: At this at this very moment, as he's starting to read the question, I spray him with the leftover seltzer. Ruining the question. Unless he can remember it.
0: Forge. Feels really, really dumb for having left the spray part of the seltzer out there and leaving you with the bottle.
3: Chekhov's seltzer bottle. Warlock starts rushing around looking Mm -hmm. for paper towels. Mm -hmm. Like
1: he gave me the bot, he gave me the bottle. I dabbed myself with it to clean myself off, and then I kept the bottle because you never know when you even need more seltzer. And also, I had this bit planned like ten
0: minutes ago. Warlock
2: is now dabbing him with paper towels. I,
0: I I've got towels. Think. Wendigo
1: is now dabbing.
2: Self hears that <laughs> seltzer is good for removing stains. It
0: still smells You'll like tomato okay. pepper here. Forge holds up the uh, question. Can anyone tell me the reason why each of the X-Men character became a mutant? I need a scientific reason. Thanks. Wondering in Westchester.
1: X-Gene. That's it. It's the ex-Gene. Not 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 you.
3: Okay. Jean. Thank you for that distinction.
1: But though you have the X-Gene, Gene.
3: And it's not the song Gin Genie by David Bowie either.
0: No, 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 not at okay. all. I thought that was Gene Genie.
3: Oh, that's right. Gin Genie is a obscure X Force character. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? It's still on topic. Is that true? Are you fucking with us? Yeah.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: I'm not. um, Goddamn, Marvel. Mike Allred, X-Force. You okay, Marvel? Gin Genie. An alcoholic superhero who is, like, immediately killed horribly. (laughs) Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That run was interesting. I've never gotten to the end of it. Like I'll start reading, and then I just get to a point where it's like oh, I've read enough of this.
3: Like the original X Force run is pretty good.
1: Yeah, you have more bad crossovers to read.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean that's—I didn't mean that as shade. It's just you tackle good and bad crossovers for your for multiversal Q. Mm-hmm.
0: And I drag Devin along
1: with me. Yeah, but he's drunk the whole time. Multiversal
2: Q's very oh, own no. Yeah. <laughs> i think
0: i am canonically the person who no no i think you've probably had drinks a few more times than i have though there was a movie special where you called me out for drinking way too early in the morning when we were recording the movie one it what
2: like nine. it was like yeah nine. Luke, are you okay
0: yeah, fu- jesus christ luke <laughs> Right It was orange soda and coconut. Luke, this is not your intervention.
4: <laughs> hey, but I'm having a beer right now, but it's like eight
0: o'clock. It's, it's...
4: and you're having it because you because you want
0: it, not because, yeah. You... <laughs> I don't think I've had a drink drink since Harry Potter night at the uh, Science Museum, so. Also, our tolerances are very different, so you were also noticeably drunk too when we were recording. Well, yeah, because it was coconut rum in oh, one of those big uh, slurpy cups that I have.
2: Luke, you need to treat yourself better. Damn it, Luke! <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love
1: you. It can't all be ah. fucking coconut rum and water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Now, have you know I had a tikka masala for dinner tonight. Oh, delicious. hmm But back to how do you become a mutant?
1: You have
3: an X-Gene.
1: Yeah, X-Gene. Like, that's just it. You are a mutant. It's not something you become. You just are it.
0: It's a fact. Okay. Well, that uh, solves that question. And Ford.
4: That doesn't solve it. They should have just known that.
0: That's an easily
4: Googleable question.
1: I'm I, I think it was weirdly racist for them to ask. Well, that's Or sorry, <laughs> it was weirdly analogous
0: to racist for them to ask. An
2: incomplete metaphor for racist.
0: Well, that's that's what you get for getting questions from the void. And not not the like dark side of the century void.
1: People can find me on Twitter at, at least Leask, and That's about it. I don't, don't have much more going on these days.
2: You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen, and you can find my artwork at StreetOverJen.com or on the
3: cover to this podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Ranch, and you can find my writing on WomenWriteAboutComics.com.
4: I'm Devin, you can find me online at Fredofet, and you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Key with Game Master Luke.
0: And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at at Coltrig, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G or at lukehair.com. Exide is a listener-supported podcast, where for as little as $1 a month, you can get early episodes each and every week that is possible. You also get invitations to backer special episodes, and... Uh, coming up soon we are going to have a special award for ten dollar or more backers you can find more about us at xodpodcast.com that has links to our patreon to our image galleries where we have our covers and our fan art and everything else that you might want to see see you next week